building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Hello and happy Friday on the Ish People Say episode today. We are talking about the terms that's impossible or I can't. I am going to start this in a very straightforward way and say these phrases are a disease. To me, they are indicative of a closed mind or at least a limited mind. And they often are said by people who are stuck in their ways, ways that sometimes aren't the way it should be anymore. Another way to look at it is that these terms are related to having a scarcity mindset, which is basically being fixated on a lack of something. From what I have seen and experienced myself, the focus is usually a lack of money or a lack of opportunities or a lack of time to do something. My two cents on this topic is that when we live in scarcity, it's extremely hard to get out of it. Like if you lack money and all you can think of is that you don't have money to do something, you're probably never going to make the money to do that thing. If you have an abundance mindset in this case, you might ask, if I could get money for that conference, how might I go about doing it? Maybe you're going to sell some of your furniture on Craigslist. Maybe you're going to pick up a side hustle. I don't know. To me, anything is possible. The same thing goes for opportunities. When you think there's a lack of opportunities, you might see competition as something that's do or die, or you might really hate your competition. Instead of seeing your competition as someone that you can work side by side with to mutually get better or that you can collaborate with, if you have an abundance mentality, I think competitors just kind of stop mattering. It's always good to look at what they do because maybe they're ahead of the curve. Maybe there's something cool that you can try, but it's not someone to hate because you know that there are unlimited opportunities out there. And even if you do go head to head with your competition and lose, you know that there's often something bigger and better on the other side. One of my favorite sayings is, if not this, then something better. And every time we lose a big deal or something bad happens, I'm like, okay, if not this, then something better is coming. What better is coming? Like, hit me with it, universe. I'm going to work hard until you show it to me. Now, none of this means that you can't change your mind and you can't get out of having a scarcity mindset. But if it's something that is deeply ingrained with you, it might not be easy to change. Then again, I guess nothing we really discuss on this podcast is easy, but you're here to do the work and doing the work is always worth it. I have talked about how my mind used to be much more limited than it is now on this podcast. I don't think I ever had exactly a scarcity mindset per se, but I didn't always dream as big as I do now or solve problems as openly as I do now. I used to set all of my goals in a way that they were possible, so I didn't have to consider the idea that they might be impossible. If you set goals that are just outside of your reach or they're just a small step from where you are now and they're doable and you can easily come up with a plan to get there, then you might as well be saying the words, I can't. Because in this situation, you can reach your goals, but you can't think and dream bigger, or at least you're not doing it. And you're only able to grow and change as quickly as your mind allows you to. And you're only able to reach the goals that are as big as your mind allows you to think and dream. 
I started changing the way that I think a few years ago, not really on purpose to start, but now it definitely happens on purpose. And I think I have done pretty well at rewiring my brain. It's pretty rare to hear the words I can't out of my mouth. And I look at pretty much everything with a lens of what if we could? Here's an example. Sometimes on my team, we'll come up against a process or something we want to do that is not natively possible within the tools we work with. So for example, if we're working in HubSpot and we want to do something, but the functionality doesn't allow it, I think the tendency would be to say, we can't do that, or it just doesn't work that way. But I like to challenge people and ask, what if we could? What if we forgot the system as it exists? How would we solve this problem? What tools could we use? What would we need to put in place? What kind of new process would solve the problem? And once you've thought through that, you can consider whether scrapping what you have or bringing in a new tool is worth the cost, the time, and the money, or if it's better to find a different solution within the structures that you already have set up. But this question, what if we could, has seriously changed my life. So after you're done listening to this episode, I challenge you to work the phrase, what if, into your vocabulary. Just what if. When you find yourself or those around you saying something can't be done, think, but what if it can? What would it look like if we could? I remember when years ago, I really wanted to go to New York for a month, but I had a business and a family and kids here in Milwaukee. And I was like, oh, well, I can't do that. My life doesn't allow me to. And then I started thinking, what if I could? What if I could go to New York for a month? What would I do? Would I Airbnb out my house? Would I just rent someone else's house for a month? How could I do it in a way that my budget would allow? What would I do about daycare? Could I hire a nanny that I trusted? And guess what? I spent a month in New York City for two years, probably about five years ago. Well, two consecutive summers, I mean. And that's all from thinking, but what if I could? I think you will be surprised how much this small shift in just that one phrase helps improve your problem-solving skills. It helps you think bigger or more openly, and it helps you ultimately dream bigger, set bigger goals, and reach even greater levels of success if that is what you're chasing. All right, we're keeping it short and sweet. Remember, the phrase is, but what if we could? I hope you work that into your vocabulary and send this podcast along to just one person that could use the help and that they should work, what if we could, into their vocabulary. Have an amazing weekend. Thank you so much for listening.